Welcome to Heating Up, a podcast about climate change, our dangerous future, and what you can do about it. I'm Corinne. I'm Derek. And this is our podcast. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's been a little while, Corinne. It's been a long, well... Yeah, listen. Not guys, my fault. 100%. We don't get paid to podcast. <laughs> we get paid to work on the outside. And work has been crazy. Work's Corinne, been terrible. You've been working like Literally double shifts. Literally 7 every... a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Yeah, and you don't have time to deal with the climate change after that. I don't have time certainly... to brush my teeth. <laughs> And with all the other stuff going on, it's just, uh, this has been put on the back burner a little yes. bit. But yeah. we're here with a very special holiday episode <laughs> of yes. the Heating Up Podcast for ha, you all. Ha, holiday episode. Yep. Uh, so yeah, work has been crazy for you. Yes. Uh, anything else new that you want to... Oh, wow, I haven't. Really nothing. I have had no time. <laughs> Yesterday, no I... No British Bake Off news we got to get into? There's nothing new. I mean, I really enjoyed the British Bake Off holiday episode with the Dairy Girls. There you go. It was great, but I watched that like two weeks ago, so... But that's news to you. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, just getting ready for uh, Christmas, which doesn't really exist anymore, I guess. No. So... I'll have to admit that, you know, you're working constantly has coincided with me like falling into a bit of a depression as well <laughs> and so like i just wasn't feeling it either yes uh that did mean i did watch a little bit more netflix than usual <laughs> but i did take advantage of that i was like derek didn't call me well <laughs> we'll just keep this riding along here <laughs> exactly you're not you're certainly not gonna reach out <laughs> no 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 no. i'm not uh, proactive in that way no yeah it's been fine we're back New Year, New US. It's solstice, Corinne. It is solstice today. That's one of my resolutions for 2021. Pagan holidays? Oh, I'm going full pagan in okay. 2021. Uh, I feel like... That's well, what that is, right? It's considered a pagan holiday? I think so. Okay. Anything, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just a natural phenomenon. Sure. But I feel like in 2020, one of my biggest regrets was that I didn't get outside enough. I didn't go like into the woods, didn't like connect with the natural world as much as I would really like to. True. And so that's going to be a big focus for me in 2021. So that you would say maybe that's your uh, New Year's resolution? One of, to yeah. Be outside I haven't more. quite figured them all out, but that's definitely it. And be outside more, connect a little more, like maybe be a little more in tune with the natural world, become oh. a bog witch, you know, that oh. sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Be more in tune with the outside. What does that even mean? That's just some hippie like, stuff. I mean, we can spend so much of our day just like completely not feeling the world around us. Like sure. just in a, in completely structured environments, like go from inside of a building to inside of a building to inside of a, a building. Car? Yeah. To never, to not really like experience the seasons, experience sure. the changes in the world that is going on. And, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to feel it a little more. Okay. So. I was, I've been thinking about this Netflix movie I saw like 10 years ago or something called like Zero Impact Man. Did you ever see that? No. It's like this guy and I think he's married. I can't remember if they have a kid or not. And he decided to have like no, try to have zero impact on the earth or whatever for a year. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, you know, he was like, there's definitely some stuff that I'm like, yeah, a refrigerator is great. <laughs> and, um, but then there were portions of his life that he was like, you know, I'm really glad I did this. And one of them was he got his food primarily from like farmer's market markets or you know directly from the source of a farmer and he's like and i noticed the changing of the year based off of the food items that i was eating he's like and it made him feel kind of more connected to the world and seeing how the time changes and passes and it's less like hey how come all of a sudden it's christmas again and that might just be because there's no indicator of time passing other than holidays at this point yeah i think that that's true i think 
that's i mean eating seasonally is definitely a way to have a significantly lower carbon imprint as well Mm -hmm. because like strawberries are only in season in the northern hemisphere for a small amount of time if you have strawberries year-round guess what they're being shipped around the world so that they're always fresh in your safeway or whatever and there's a there's a huge cost behind that a hidden you know kind of climate cost to all of that to having all the produce there so yeah i mean i don't know i'm just gonna try it i haven't really worked it out but it's one of my goals for next year. I like it. New year, new me. New year, new you. We've been saying that for a couple of years now. <laughs> Every year. Corinne, what about you? Any climate or any... Uh, any? Um, any at all or then any specifically like tangentially related to our podcast? No, probably not. Um, I would say a little bit COVID lesson would be like I'm a... My preferred state of being is at home. <laughs> like yeah. I'm an introvert class in a very classic sense. I want to be home. I don't want to be going out. I don't want to be doing things. If you invite me to something that I actually want to do, even that I don't want to do. Um, and then having a whole year of just really getting to do exactly what I want every day, I kind of learned like, oh, like I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> right. Like it is bad for you as a person. Like really hard to not just snack all day and whatever if you don't go and do the things that maybe make you a little uncomfortable or whatever general social anxiety problems but so i'm like maybe this hopefully this year i can get the vaccine or something happens and we can do a little bit more and i can say yes more it reminds me of that uh 30 rock yes to staying in more but yes to going out more and not partying not being a new person but uh seeing the benefit of leaving the house maybe i'll join a team sport who there knows maybe probably not but probably not it's a good idea there you go so oh. just something in that nature i guess awesome good yeah. great i'm sure next year or you know in 2021 we'll do a little bit more of like our goals for the year i do have a podcast related goal do you we'll talk a little bit more about it later but i had an interaction with like a serious podcaster oh and did you feel real like dumb? well no because i sent <laughs> a, i sent them an email and they got back to me like right away and were very friendly and I re- realized, like, I don't really, like, ask people to be interviewed on this podcast, in part because I'm embarrassed. And the other part is, like, I feel like I don't have a right to any of their time. Or, like, <laughs> yes. like they don't want to deal with me. Like, I don't want to be in a club that anyone would want me in. Exactly. Yeah. Well, more like, a, they're too good for me or yes. whatever. Yeah. I realized, you know what? 2021, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to ask crazy i'm gonna huge go for guests. huge guests okay uh we're gonna ask we're gonna ask anybody and everybody like with the internet now they're all you can get in touch with anybody yeah so i'm gonna reach out there see what happens throw enough stuff out there maybe we could get catch a, something big yeah yeah i mean i've already got some thoughts in my head yeah this is what Let's i'm just saying just go big exactly maybe they're bored <laughs> they're all they're bored. at home <laughs> everybody's at home what else are they gonna do exactly so yeah anyways so we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later but yeah, that's my that's my podcast goal for 2021 is get some big time guests big like time. way out of our league like let's name some possibilities oh we're gonna go we're first off i'm definitely gonna ask greta greta oh, oh yeah of course yeah okay. that's number one okay uh you know we're gonna talk a little bit about it but john Kerry is now the climate czar yes you yeah. asked for john Kerry. of course you're going He's really on this is what i'm saying big. i'm gonna start way high and i then, thought you were thinking like no, derek jensen no as they say <laughs> no to me yeah, I, I'm, you know, Derek Jensen, I actually know. Right. He may actually do it. Yeah, but he's still kind of a big get. <laughs> sure, but he's a get that I feel like is actually reasonably accessible. You're trying accessible. to go, you're I'm talking to... about people that I have no right to even talk to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 How about Al, Al Gore? Yeah, why not? <laughs> ask anybody. I'm going to ask him. Okay. Right. Freaking why not? Why not Donnie Boy? 
Donald Trump? Yeah. Why would I want Donald he's, Trump he's on this podcast? He's got a clear year. <laughs> yeah. He could talk about it. Yeah, exactly. That'll be great. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But no, we're going to start way out there. And then when they say no, they're just dead to us. And that's what this guy said? He said, go big? No. He no. didn't, he didn't <laughs> tell me to do any of that. That is not the lesson he told me at <laughs> that's all. That's the lesson I'm taking. That's what I <laughs> Okay. That's what I figured. Good. He Good. said probably interview everyone. No. He, I didn't even ask him for advice. I just like, it had nothing to do with it. I just, I, I was, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. But that's my plan for the podcast 2021 is go big. Because if we throw if we throw out like a hundred invites to people way outside of our league, Maybe even one. one of them says, "Sure, why not?" I got an hour. I to would kill. probably have nervous diarrhea and not show up. <laughs> like if you got Greta, that'd be great. I wouldn't show up. She might do it. Who knows? She could do it. Only worst thing she can say is no. Yeah, and yeah. also I saw your podcast. It was an embarrassment. Yeah. She could say that too. <laughs> I've seen my podcast. It is an embarrassment. <laughs> so she's not wrong. Oh, All okay. right, you ready for the news, Grand Final news of 2020? Is it? We're, not, we're definitely not going to record again in the next seven days, so yes. <laughs> yes, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Let's be real about I don't know. ourselves. Can anyone be ready for the last of the news in 2020? All right, Grand. Obviously, there have been some coronavirus developments uh, since we last podcasted. Yes. The vaccine is rolling out. People mm-hmm. are starting to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get the chance, definitely get the vaccine. Rumor is it. I'm getting it soon. Rumor. Who knows? Rumor. Yeah. We'll probably get it eventually. I mean, eventually it'll be our turn for it. But yeah. uh, the terrible rising tide of infections over the last month as well, kind right. of like crested with it all. Uh, a lot of people are looking for like a silver lining to the whole corona like experience. As, as you know, as the vaccine eventually rolls out and we're, exper- we're expecting sometime in 2021 <laughs> return to some form of semi-normalcy. Like, people are looking for, like, yeah. what's the lesson here? Yeah. What did we learn? Yeah. Or at least, were there any positive uh, side effects of corona? Sure. And one thing I do see a couple of people talk about is possible side effects that include, you know, the destruction of the economy uh, might have caused, you know, lower carbon emissions or whatever, right? It's not a, not, does it really? Because people are at home pumping that heat at their house instead. Sure, but, like, the global economy is generally the best indicator of where okay. carbon emissions go or whatever. But, yeah, we are going to rain a little bit on that parade. Okay. According to the UN Environmental Program, global pandemic lockdowns will only impact the projections for 2050 by a, quote, negligible 0.01 degrees Celsius. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're still But it's on, not adding. It's not, not adding. making it worse. It's dropping the, the projected temperature rise by less than 1% tenth of That's a percent. That's still a thousand times better than it was supposed to be. Sure. It's less than uh, going, like worse. adding to it. Yeah, yes. making it worse. Uh, but we're still on pace for three to four degrees Celsius warming by the end of the century. Lovely. So, yeah. If only there were people telling you to get ready for it. Like a podcast. Hmm. hey All right, Corinne, next story. Okay. Lots of people have also been worried this winter about a double pandemic. So I don't know if you heard about this. The this was the mute- idea that while we have COVID... There will also be a really bad flu. Mm, right. And so far, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. But in Brazil, there is actually a different type of double ba- double pandemic going on right now. And it's climate disaster adjacent. Okay. So we're going to talk Great. about it. Authorities in the Brazilian municipality of Yaharanacaga... We're going to see how to pronounce that. Where's your phone? Yaharanacaga... <laughs> That can't be right. That can't be right. <laughs> it is J-A-C-A-R-E-A-C-A-N-G-A. 
So, <laughs> Yahara Sanaga. Okay, that wow. place. Have requested assistance. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to pronounce that right. The Brazilian authorities in Jahaganaga have requested assistance from the Ministry of Health to deal with an outbreak of malaria in indigenous territories. Mm. Uh, the mayor's office has blamed the outbreak on illegal miners. The region of the Amazon is the only part of the Para state that has seen an increase in malaria cases. Uh, satellite images and other data show that mining is both ongoing and still like planned, like they're prepping mining mm. in indigenous territories and national parks uh, in the area, despite Brazil's constitution banning all types of mining on this land. Wow. Uh, Brazil is suffering from the third highest number of COVID-19 infections in the world and second highest number of deaths behind only the U.S. Mm. So not great in Brazil right now. Yeah. I don't know. I guess my thought was I always assumed that it would be not as bad of a flu season because more people are not going out and touching things and doing stuff that they would normally be doing and spreading the flu. There, there was, I think that's probably what will happen, but every year the flu is different. Some years right. it's more infectious than others. Some years yeah. it's more deadly than others. So like the idea was we didn't know what we were getting with the flu this year. And if we were getting a really bad flu right. on top of the COVID, it could have been bad, but didn't seem like that was the case. Knock on wood, but seems like we're going to miss out on the flu. Uh, unfortunately, they've got the malaria there. And, and I, the COVID-19 is like mutating in England or something. In a couple of places, yeah. 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 Not Ready. great. Okay. Moving on. That's our last COVID-related Thank story. Thank God. All right. Next story. Corinne, anyone in California, like as we are, knows that we've had like a water crisis for well, 100 years. 15, well, yeah. yeah. A serious one the last 15 years. Sure. Uh, it's been ongoing now forever, but uh, you can put your si fears aside now, Corinne. Hmm? We have decided that the best solution has to be the all-knowing and benevolent, invisible hand of the free and unregulated market. That always works. It always works, yeah. Water has now joined gold, oil, and other commodities traded on Wall Street. What? You can now trade for water futures in what? California. This sounds like an SNL sketch. Yeah. So now you're able to bet fake money on future water availability in California, uh, the biggest agricultural producer in the United States and the world's fifth largest economy. Uh, there are a lot of fancy financial ways in which this is done. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I fully understand them. I read the article about it mm -hmm. and basically it just seemed like another way for rich people to make money off of... I don't understand Wall Street. <laughs> it's because yeah. I'm poor. <laughs> it's because I'm poor. Like my portfolio pretty tied up in food and rent. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of money to invest in water futures. Yeah. Uh, but I imagine this is going to usher in like a golden era uh, by equitably distributing the water. Of course. Uh, of course. You know, right. So, yeah. If I've learned anything about the stock market, it's that it is the little guys that usually win and that they absolutely know what they're doing and there's never any problems. No shady it. business. Yeah. It, it just never any problems with the stock market. Yes. Never. So definitely a good thing that the stock market is now selling water. All right, Corinne. Yes. That's the best uh, all we can say about that. But if by some chance... Uh, the continuing climate crisis and water shortage are not solved by gambling money on Wall Street. We've got a backup plan. Thank God. Yeah. Joe Biden has been busy putting together his uh, teams for when he inevitably becomes president next month. Mm -hmm. And recently announced that former Joe Biden, John Kerry, uh, will be his... <laughs> Wait a second. Former Joe Biden, John yeah. Kerry. John Kerry is the former Joe Biden. He was Joe Biden before Joe Biden. Okay. Sure. <laughs> How else are you going to try to failed presidential candidate turned lifelong politician president? The Joe? first time I cried at an election <laughs> loss. John Kerry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Either way, that guy, 
Uh, you thought he was dead. You thought wrong. I didn't think he was dead. <laughs> yeah, we hoped. He looks spry. Well, we're going to ask him to be on the podcast. We shouldn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, quit talking great shit guy, about him. Great uh, guy, all-around personal, great friend of the podcast, John Kerry, <laughs> will be the new climate czar, which is apparently a new real position that will be on the National Security Council and report directly to the president. Don't know exactly what he'll be reporting. So he's going like, to solve the climate. Every day they'll be like, all right, John, how's the climate? Not good, Joe. Thanks for that. <laughs> Things Moving are still on. going bad yep. from the czar. Yep. But if this appointment of a career politician old white man to the role doesn't excite you, uh, Joe Biden has some pretty diverse other hires in his environmental kind of... Uh, crew? Crew, yeah. Uh, Joe Biden formally introduced uh, his climate team on Saturday, and they include the, the nomination of Representative... D. Holland, a member of the Laguna Pueblo people, to be the first Native American to lead the Interior Department. Yes, I did hear about that. Which is great. Uh, the agency has responsibility for not only managing the nation's public lands, but also honoring the United States treaties with indigenous people. Ooh, uh, well, you know, we're going to have to go back real far on that one. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be uh, interesting. I'd love to see 2021 be the year of restorative justice for, I don't you think know, that's going to happen. Don't think so, but it's a good step in the right direction to actually have an indigenous person managing indigenous land. It's probably more of tokenism than anything else, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but I can't be, it can't be can't be worse than what we've had. I mean, sure. previous interior secretaries have actually said, like, their job is to destroy the Native people. This is true. So. Uh, who was the last guy in charge in Donald Trump's? I can't remember. Was he who the knows? head of oil a, previously or something, something yeah. crazy? The like head that? of oil. <laughs> That's how I'm going to describe it. I don't, what else, what are you else going to call that guy? Uh, he, yeah, okay. We're going to look at it hopeful, okay? Yeah. That's good. It's. I mean, she's the first, uh, I think she's the first woman to head the Interior Department. I'm not positive on that, but she's definitely the first, first Native American. Native American, definitely. Um, Although there was one that was an advisor once before, but not in, a, in an official yeah. role. I can't remember his name. Either way, Michael Reagan will be the first African American man to Reagan? be Reagan? The... That's the only way he got it. They love Reagan. I guess. Cut it out. Cut that out. <laughs> Michael Reagan will be the first African American man to be the EPA administrator. Okay. And Brenda Mallory will be the first African-American to chair the Council on Environmental Quality. Okay. What is so, their history with the environment? Uh, I mean, they've. I'm pretty sure Michael Reagan's been in the EPA for a while. Okay. I don't know uh, Mallory. I haven't really heard of her before, but I'm sure she's qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at least we can we can say that now. <laughs> that's, that's one I'm, thing I'm sure she's qualified. It's not like uh, yeah. when you're Betsy DeVos. Or, sure. I'm sure she's qualified. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's definitely, Joe Biden has definitely gone out of his way to make sure that his appointments so far have been diverse okay. uh, and, you know, represent more representative of the people. Okay, which is, maybe it's not tokenism. I mean, they can't have done anything. He's literally not in office yet, so right. we can't blame them for doing nothing yet. Well, so, sure I can. Sure I plan can. on complaining about Joe Biden every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you serious? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I voted for him, and I'd do it again, too. But I am going to complain about him, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, at least it's a step in positive direction, I guess. Okay, all you I take it, it back. Maybe he isn't not just doing this for looks. Yeah, let's hope not. And then grill him if he Exactly. Is. Okay. So, all right. Grill him on our podcast because we're going to invite him. So, yeah. <laughs> we're going to invite... Oh, we could invite Michael Rakin and... Uh, Brenda Mallory onto our podcast. And Sleepy Joe. Oh, we could. Yeah, why not? I don't think the. I think the president might be too high of a guest. No. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I think he's got no time for us. But John Kerry. Yeah. Failed president. He's just the nominees. climate czar. Okay, got it. Czar. That's so Russian. It's yeah. like what? 
That's what they call them now. Why? Do we have any other czars in the United States? There, there have been czars of all sorts of things in the past. Like, basically, when they want to give someone a new job or he's in charge of something, they call him the czar. czar there was the, a drug czar. There was a... It's there, so strange to me, that term. It just is like, what does that czar even mean? It just seems made up. I don't know. It's like some Russian villain. You know, it's not real. Okay. Okay. Uh, last bit of news here, Corinne. So, it's the last few days of 2020. And so far, 2020 is in a virtual tie with 2016 as the hottest year ever recorded. I'm shocked. Uh, it was running about two hundredths of a degree, or 0.002% of a degree, behind uh, 2016 as of like a week ago. Okay. So we might not actually edge out as the statistically hottest year. But the second. But it's in a virtual tie. Yes. But that doesn't even really like matter because it's a bad sign of things to come. Okay. Each of the past five years have been the five hottest years on record, no matter how you organize right, them. Right, 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 right. Uh, the planet has already warmed by nearly two degrees Celsius over what it was in the 20th century, and the predicted rise of three more degrees, of course, by the end of the next 50 years. Okay. Uh, 2020 <laughs> was, of course, the worst forest fire year on record. This is amazing because it's this isn't the year that paradise burned down. No. <laughs> Uh, it was also the worst year for hurricanes ever on record, oh my God. and it was absolutely no reason to believe that any of these trends will not continue into next this year. This is really depressing. Right. Well, I mean, this is to go to the point that, I mean, it is the end of 2020, and a lot of people, myself included, have taken some solace, found some comfort in the memes or whatever, that sure. 2020 is this, like, one-off terrible event. We all know it's not. But the reality is, of course, that it's the climate disasters worse. will only get worse. Like... In five years, we'll be begging for 2020 mm -hmm. if things continue on the path they're going. And there's no reason not to believe that that's what's going to happen. Right. So, yeah, 2021 is not going to be better than 2020 for most people, right? 2021 will absolutely be worse from a climate standpoint. So even if it doesn't technically reach the apocalyptic heights of 2020, right, uh, it's just not going to be a great year. So we need to keep fighting. There's a lot. This is our concern about Joe Biden was that so many people were riled up by Trump. And I think that in particular, the Democratic Party itself. and Relax. They're like, job done. Yeah, right? They've already hung them. the mission accomplished banner on the yeah. aircraft. Yeah. And they're going back to brunch. And they're not, they're going to look I'm gonna at. I'm going to check out. Well, like we said, they're going to look at, oh, we've got, uh, you know, an African-American guy running the EPA. At, yes. We're done now. Job yeah, we over. we did our job. Rather than actually holding that guy's feet to the fire or, you know, oh, John Kerry, he's a competent politician. Great. We'll take it. We'll take it. Like that's, and then like, that's the minimum they ask for. This yeah. is, this is the starting point is, mm -hmm. oh, John Kerry's now the guy I'm going to hold pitchforks and, you know, and, yeah, for. I want to go back to hating George Bush Jr. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of concern, and I definitely have it, that essentially all the momentum from all of these movements over the past, you know, few years is just going to be sucked out of the, of the progressive wing yeah. by the Democratic Party. Yeah. Like, I, I always bring it up, but it was so shocking to me, the anti-war movement under Bush... And how it like disappeared overnight Obama. when Obama became yeah. president. When yes. the wars stopped being Bush's wars and started becoming Obama's wars. Because mm -hmm. he didn't really do what he said he was going to do. No. His Gitmo promise still was ran. to get us out, right? Yeah. I mean, it never did any of that. Never Escalated. Did. I mean, he turned it into a drone war or whatever. Right. But like, 
this isn't, you know, beyond the scope of this podcast, but just like the way that that movement completely became absorbed by electing Obama. And then when he was elected, never held him accountable for a single thing. Well, Obama was, I mean, as much as I do think that the right really was critical of Obama for like the stupidest stuff, like, oh, look at his tan suit and whatever. They really could have held him down to the fire about a lot of things. If what would have been smart is if they had talked mentioned then about his immigration and he was actually the one who built the cages that donald trump put kids into and he started that that was barack obama yeah so he made a lot of mistakes or maybe he doesn't think of them as mistakes but he made a lot of bad choices and he just got away with it yeah. He was just had a great image. He was given a free pass. He was absolutely given a free pass. Not that I'm not saying I wouldn't prefer Barack Obama after after over Donald Trump. That's I don't want anyone to mis misunderstand that, but he was just given godlike status yeah. in my opinion. We can't stop just because it's slightly better. Like yes. it's just now with Joe Biden there's actually a potential for change. We still have to push for that change, which yes. we've talked about a lot on the last it's podcast. It's not catastrophic, but it's more of the same which is inevitably catastrophic. Yeah. But that's kind of the end of the news I have. I have two more stories, Corinne. We can end with the Elon Musk update. <sighs> is it about him something horrible happening yes yes well i guess maybe not horrible (laughs) but uh spacex starship prototype exploded yes i heard you saw this you can watch the video if you want if you need a little pick me up (laughs) but uh so the starship prototype exploded while attempting to land after its test launch from the company's rocket facility in boca chica texas uh there was live video on windy wednesday that showed the rocket kind of coming in too fast and then it landed and then exploded. Mm. Despite the catastrophic end to the six and a half minute test, real life Lex Luthor, Elon Musk, <laughs> was thrilled. Uh, Mars, here we come, he tweeted immediately after his rocket designed to carry people to Mars blew up. And we've already, we already did that. Well, we haven't brought people to Mars. But like, what do we need people on Mars for? To get out of this planet. Right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems to me like... What are you doing? How don't you like feed some people or do, like, yeah. do something as an actual effect or change? I just no. He's just gonna steal money from the space guy. program. I can't get behind uh, this guy. Yeah, the Starship that destroyed was a 16-story tall prototype for the heavy lift launch vehicle developed by his space company to carry humans uh, on future missions to the moon or Mars. So that didn't work out. Didn't work out, but they learned a lot. Uh, the real starship was the friends they made along the way. Oh, God. And then I did see this one just uh, today as I was kind of scrolling through. Uh, It is obviously the holidays, a few days before Christmas now. We're going to get this podcast out before Christmas. All right. I'm going to edit it tonight and get it out tomorrow. Hot off the press. Uh, But there is a new phone app called Crazy Uncle, or Cranky Uncle. I've not heard of this. Uh, It's a cartoonist turned scientist, John Cook, uh, developed the app as a way to identify and combat misinformation on climate change and other topics from your family. Interesting. So for those of you that like to get into knockdown, drag out fights over politics and stuff. Yeah, but I like to do stuff, it on my own. Sure. Uh, Cook, who's a researcher at the Center for Climate Change Communication at George Mason University, combined his expertise in climate denialism with the artistic skills he gained in his previous career to create the game. Okay, it's a game. Yeah. Okay. So players are guided by a science-denying cranky uncle cartoon character through five disinformation techniques often used by people who doubt the science upon topics like climate change, evolution, vaccines, or COVID-19. 
I really wish we could have Christmas. We, I know what we're doing on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, players in Cranky Uncle learn to spot fallacies and practice confronting denialist arguments. Mm. So, basically, if everybody's ever wondered, like, what do I even say to someone? Sometimes who, you're so taken aback and yeah. you don't know where to begin. So, the app is called Cranky Uncle. You can go download that in time for Christmas. I love it. Yeah. So, that's kind of the end of the news I had, Corinne. Thank God. Uh, we did have one more thing we we're going to do today. We talked about it a little bit. I was going to talk about my experience, and we're going to leave on a little song today, actually. A cheer, Christmas cheer. Christmas cheer with a really depressing climate change song. Okay. So, uh, like I said, earlier this week, I listened to the latest episode of a much better podcast than ours called Reply All. Mm-hmm. Very popular from Gimlet. It had uh, one of the hosts of that show, this guy named Alex Goldman, who's really concerned about climate change, and he talks about it fairly often on the show. And he decided, for a lot of reasons, to write a climate change song. <laughs> and like the whole episode kind of goes into why he did this and how, and he meets with a lot of people, and it's really fun. And so I was listening to the podcast, and they played the song, and I was like, that song is awesome. Mm-hmm. The song is perfect for the theme of our podcast. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if I can get him to play, or if I wonder if I can get permission to play it on our podcast. And so I emailed him, and like immediately, like literally, he must have, someone must have been at the computer right then. Yeah. Because it didn't take like three minutes to get a response back saying, sure. Mm-hmm. And so he sent me the file of his song. So we're going to exit our podcast today with the song called Wolf at the Door by Alex Goldman, which is really kind of catchy when you get into it <laughs> I, and is, i think the unofficial theme song for the I, heating up podcast i think we're gonna have to end on this song every week <laughs> i don't know if we have that kind of permission but well we can try we can try but uh yeah so the song we're gonna exit today is wolf at the door uh you should definitely listen to the podcast the title again is reply all so if you don't already subscribe to that podcast it's great it's a lot of fun uh and the song is by alex goldman so that's, I think, our show for today, Corinne. Unless right. you've got anything else. Happy holidays. Happy New Year to everybody. And we will see you all in 2021. Oh, we'll see you there. Sure, this year is bad. But what else is new? And at this point, what the fuck? stressed out about systemic climate change and I don't know what the solution is. 